Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello, hello, hello. I am Matt Williamson. This is the Locked On NFL Podcast. I want to tell you about what I saw last night in the Tampa Bay at Jacksonville game. It was the ESPN, quote, Monday night game. Um, For those of you that aren't watching, I've seen both episodes of the Tampa Bay Hard Knocks. They've been pretty good. Um, A lot of Winston, a lot of McCoy, a lot of D-Jax, a lot of Evans. Uh, Interesting stuff. And uh, Winston's personality, I think, is really appealing in in that show. Um, but just some notes from that game last night. There was a lot to watch. Um, you know, for t- for the Jags, no Fournette. Um, he's nursing something not serious. But basically, the rest of the offense played with Yeldon as the starter, and Ivory came in as a reliever. I thought Allen Robinson had a really nice game. Um, Bortles missed him early, really badly in the second early in the second quarter, really badly. Should have been a big play. Um, Robinson did drop a touchdown late in the first quarter, uh, with Henny, but I thought Robinson had a really nice game. Could have had a much bigger game, uh, had Bortles played better. Bortles did not play better. Um, Twitter's killing Bortles today. And I put some things out too. I'm at Williamson NFL about, man, imagine the Jags with Tyrod Taylor, you know, they should be on the phone right now with Buffalo. And then some people said, what about Kaepernick? Yeah, I mean, I'm not even saying Kaepernick's better than Bortles, but I think it's a certainly a conversation. And the thing that drives me crazy is this is a really proactive organization that spent a lot of money, used a lot of early draft picks. You know, they're they're not about they're not cheap or afraid to add talent to their team, but they did zero at the quarterback position this year. Like to to me, that's what's mind-boggling is draft Nate Peterman. Yeah. <laughs> Trade for Cardell Jones. I mean, I'm talking about tiny moves, let alone go get Tyrod Taylor or Kaepernick or somebody like that. They did nothing at the quarterback position. And I'm not saying Bortles is a done in the toilet bust, but boy, he's really worrisome. Let's just put it that way. And he didn't play well last night either. Um, ima- again, imagine this team with Tyrod Taylor. Uh, Leonard Fournette would run for a million yards. It would be so hard to defend. Bombs away to Allen Robinson and D.D. Westbrook. D.D. Westbrook had a really nice game last night, too. Didn't come in until late, but, um, you know, the weapons are all there. I mean, a guy like Taylor would be ideal in Jacksonville. So, I thought the uh, the Tampa defense played really well, too. Gerald McCoy really stood out early. Very, very disruptive. You watch him on Hard Knocks, too. You can see, the, you know, he's always talking about his get-off and his explosion. Clearly, those are great traits he has. But all of a sudden, it looks like they put a real good linebacking core together, too. Uh, Levante David's been there for some time, and he played really well. And, you know, uh, I think he, he didn't play a ton of snaps, but he made a lot of plays. Um, Beckwith looks like a high-quality addition. There's a lot of good buzz about him. So three really good linebackers. Um, Spence, the defensive end, is one of my breakout guys this year. He had a decent game as well. 
On offense, I was really impressed with the Bucks too. Uh, again, the Jags, really good front seven, um, but they didn't play their starting corners. Bouye and Ramsey were out, so made it a little easier. But still, Winston was in total control, total command. You'd see huddle, you'd see no huddle. You, you know, a, a youthful energy with, with Winston, and you see that very much in hard knocks, but also a lot of competitiveness too. Um, a real impressive, sustained first drive ended in a Martin touchdown run. I thought Martin looked really good. I think he's in for a really big year. I know there's talk about, is he going to be the starter or not? Oh, man, he's definitely going to be the starter when he comes back. Uh, Sweezy helps this offensive line a lot. Even without Bouye and Ramsey, I thought Tampa moved the ball too easy. Uh, they didn't get to Winston. He had all day to throw, uh, especially in the first couple drives. That offensive line was a big worry for me with Tampa, but this was definitely an excellent sign against a really good Jacksonville D-line. Um, there was one play that was kind of odd. There's about 11 minutes left in the second quarter, and Evans won a one-on-one matchup. Really good throw, and then Evans like slowed up and didn't play the ball well. It was really awkward. Um, what happened? I don't know what happened there, but it was a very un-Evans-like throw type of play, but one play, I mean, I'm not like I'm worried about it. He was, and for those who don't know, he was the most targeted wide receiver in the NFL last year. I think those numbers will go down with Howard. Boy, Howard's a specimen. He looked good last night. And, and Jackson, as well as Brait, and dumping it off to running back. So I think they can be a little less Evan-centric in the passing game. Um, and, but also Evans, after that awkward play, he made a, a short catch right after. It looked like they went right back to him to, you know, like, what happened there, Mike? Let's just get you the ball and get that out of your head. And they looked like he hurt his right hand, and then he quickly returned, and then he walked off again. Like So I don't think there's anything wrong with him, or we'd have been hearing about it by today, but um, it was just a, a strange little turn of events there with Evans. Boy, as much as I like Winston and as good as he looked for much of this game, the turnover in the red zone, in the, in the end, going into the end zone, He's fallen and he just throws the ball up for grabs. I mean, he got lucky because they called him sacked. But man, that is a terrible, terrible turnover. And he does those things still. He's still young. I don't know if those will ever get out of his system. But they got him. I mean, it was awful. He's getting dragged down by the back of his helmet and just throws one up for grabs. I mean, he was lucky. Uh, that was an egregious error. And, and then, very dumb decision, really. I mean... And he seemed to unravel a little after that, and wasn't long after he threw a really risky throw to his right on the sidelines into double coverage that really should have been picked off too. I mean, that was like two out of three or four throws that were awful. But overall, other than that, he was great. I mean, I think there's going to be a lot up and down to him, especially as a youngster. Um, but then, you know, as he does, he reeled it in at the end of the first half when it kind of mattered more and played really again, really, really well again. Um, would it have been a different story if Bouye and Ramsey played? Probably. I'm sure there would have been some more resistance, obviously, for Evans and Winston, etc. I think that's a really good corner pairing. Um, I was watching Fowler a lot in this game. He showed up. That was big. He's a key guy for them. I thought Sheldon Day showed up pretty well. But the guy I might watch most, and I'm in the process of writing an article about him, is Miles Jack. Um, there's a lot of talk that Jack was going to replace Pizlozny as the not only the middle linebacker and move Pozlozny to the strong side, which is like the K.J. Wright role in this defense, um, but, but he was also going to take Pozlozny off the field in nickel. 
Well, that hasn't been the case, and I'm not sure it should be. You know, so Jack is now playing the KJ Wright role, and really he should be the run and hit weak side guy. But they got Telvin Smith, who's even better. You know, even better suited for it. And Pesleszny's still playing really well, so he's in the middle. Jack's on the strong side, Smith's on the weak side, which has a chance to be a great linebacking core. But it sounded as though, you know, Pizlesny's the the leader. He's the guy that, you know, wears the the headset. But in this game, Pizlesny actually came off the field in nickel situations, which is big. And I don't know if that's just a trial run for Jack, see how he does, or is that something, something, the sign of something to come? I mean, I think they might be better suited playing all three of them, even in some sort of nickel package. Take somebody else off the field. You know, Jack is impressive. Um, There was a lot of, you know, the the nature of the article I wrote was, why is Jack a bust in Jacksonville? And I don't think he is. I just think he's been blocked by two really good linebackers in Puzlesny and Smith. And he was coming off injury last night. I thought he was, or last year, I thought he moved really well. I thought he looked pretty good. You know, I mean, their defense didn't look great, but I don't think he was to blame, even though he's often lined up over the tight end on the line of scrimmage. I don't think that's where he's best suited. But you saw him peppering A-gaps and dropping into coverage. And when him and Smith were on the field, man, that's a, they cover a lot of ground. Um, I mentioned D.D. Westbrook played well. I want to sort of reiterate that one. Um, and then Henny came in the second half, and this was came in in the, the end of the end of the first half. Um, he finished off the first half and was crazy. I mean, it was a, a, his first throw, really nice throw, dropped by Cole, clear touchdown, and then an excellent throw versus a big blitz to A Rob that I mentioned as he's splitting two defenders, looked like a perfect route, perfect throw, and he dropped it. It was like, what is going on here? It was it was kind of an odd game from those perspectives, you know, the Evans play and then the back-to-back Henny play. But um, that was my thoughts. Uh, I mean, I thought there was a lot to take away from that game. I hope you enjoyed it. Spread the word about Locked On NFL. Napa know-how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa auto parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 17 